Alright, so I want to do a quick analysis on an episode of one of my favorite series of all time, The Twilight Zone. The episode in question, titled The Masks. It follows one Jason Foster, the dying old wealthy patriarch of the Foster family, who is attended one lowly evening by his personal physician who warns him that his death is imminent. Jason's daughter, as well as her husband and two children, visit Jason's New Orleans home on the evening of Mardi Gras, knowing his sick status and continual health decline, in hopes of reaping the benefits of Jason's will after he dies. Jason knows this, and so he doesn't smile kindly on their arrival. In fact, he also knows the four family members outwardly display characteristics and character traits he finds despicable. Emily is a cowardly hypochondriac, always whining and wailing about perceived ailments. Wilfred, her husband, is a greedy businessman, consumed by wealth and monetary gain. Wilfred Jr. is a dull bully who torments and abuses animals, and their daughter Paula is vain and self-absorbed beyond measure, unable to go even a few minutes without checking herself out in the mirror. Four people consumed by the evil that rots within the world. Four people attempting to lighten the pockets of a dying man not long for this earth. And so, in his final hours, Jason decides to play a game in which the members of the family will be awarded everything in his will, inherit all his fortune, all they need do is wear the masks until midnight. I've planned for you all to have an excellent dinner this evening, and then we're going to have a surprise. We're going to have a marvelous time, and I've arranged for all of us to, to wear masks. Now, why don't you all go and prepare for dinner? We're going to have a very interesting evening. As a matter of fact, I'll guarantee it. Jason tells them the masks are part of an old Mardi Gras tradition. The user is meant to select a mask that is the opposite of their true personality. These masks are grotesque and misformed, disheveled and disfigured, and in Jason's sarcastic, disdainful state, he gives a mask to each person that in fact matches their personalities to a T, in some form of a sick, twisted, cruel joke. The mask of a sniveling coward for Emily, the mask of greed and cruelty for Wilfred, the mask of vanity and self-absorption for Paula, the mask of a dull, stupid clown for Junior. As for Jason, he dons a skull mask, stating to his family simply that it represents death as opposed to his life. And as the night rages on, the hours tick by with the sounds of eventful Mardi Gras celebration being heard in the streets outside. The four beg and plead to remove their masks, but Jason doesn't budge an inch. And as the clock finally strikes midnight, he proclaims to his ungrateful family, without your masks, your caricatures, before proceeding to die. The group rejoices and clamors for their new inheritance wealth and proceed to unmask themselves. But in all their shock and horror, it's revealed that their faces have conformed to the hideous features of their masks, while Jason's face has remained unchanged. I feel like The Masks is trying to play with this idea of the ugliness that exists within us, being manifested and put on display for the world to see. The human condition often intersects with our own human desire, and as much as we like to put stake in our positive characteristics 
and place high value in them, it doesn't take much for that which is rotten and evil to permeate to the surface. The family is selfish and self-absorbed to be sure, unwilling and unwanting to confront Jason in his final hours of need. They are motivated by the petty and the worldly, the things which are fickle and fleeting. To them, life is a singular pursuit, a game of dollars and cents, of wills but not willpower. The masks seek to reflect their innermost cruel desires. In a way, they aid in unmasking the wearer's true personalities and ambitions. In stark contrast, Jason's mask, the literal face of death, fails to leave its mark on him. It appears in his waning moments that Jason almost seems to welcome death, like a long-awaiting friend. He isn't consumed by the worldly possessions he leaves behind, nor by that which makes pretty an appearance, but is truly, deeply ugly beneath the surface. He's a self-named man of character, but also a man of spite, and in classic Twilight Zonian fashion, he pulls the rug out from under his ungrateful family, who are cursed to live life bearing their inner ugliness outwardly. There's an argument to be made about the superficiality of this idea, as well as who and what creates beauty standards, but I feel as though the episode reads so simple, it's more so meant to be taken as a passing parable, not unlike many other episodes of The Twilight Zone. It serves as a cautionary tale, a warning to those caught up in this life and this world who are motivated by greed, or by vanity, or by cruelty. You can only hide the ugliness and darkness within you for so long. Eventually, people get wise to the true intentions and evil that beckons beneath the surface. In other words, we can't wear our masks forever. Because the masks don't conceal, but reveal. Mind Theater is produced and written by me, Ao Ekingbade, in collaboration with Muckraker Media. For updates on the show, as well as my other content, follow Mind Theater Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to show monetary support, the Ko-fi link is in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.